And so just so. I want to see. I want to see too. Like the dad who's trying to look hip again. It's very dated. Unless you want to see Palmer's hands. Also, with a, a bump, uh, here's the ghost rider you want. This is the ghost rider you deserve. I gotta tell you, they're probably gonna give us the highlights. Just like they do with Game of Thrones. And you're yes. never supposed to cross the street. Up to that trail. Play that beautiful bean footage. So, this is a Purjangers and Wallhangers Media Network production of the Triforce. Of course, of course. I am, as always, Matthew Bucarell, the Matman. To my left is Stephen Bucarell, big brother. And to my right is one Mr. Christopher Bristow, the old man. And uh, as you can see here, you can go find us at pjandwh.com. Podcasts are up audio pretty much next day. And uh, you can also contact us. If you go to the Contact Us page, you can see that you, you can drop your name, email, your message, follow us on social media handles. We're out there, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. And, uh, yeah, this podcast is always sponsored by T- uh, Rip Studios, Tales from the Morgue, Dead Time Story, Unfortunate Deaths and Unfortunate Ways, Episode 1 and 2, streaming now, Until Death, which is one I wrote and directed, and then, of course... Clean Shave, streaming now for your pleasure. And there's another thing that I want to add in here but bring people's attention, is which is A1 Beerborn, man. Went out and spoke with the owner, and he's a great guy. This place is located right on uh, Edgemont Avenue, right by the Brookhaven Road. It yep. is squeezed right in there, but they have really good deals. Now, where the state store used to be. Yeah, November 9th. It's a Saturday. We are all going to be doing a live podcast. He's going to have a grand opening, food, prizes, and giveaways. It's going to be a great time, beer tastings and all. It's going to be a a lot of fun to be had. So we will be out there live on November 9th for a new Projangers. Yeah, I already got clear for the event. There we go. We're going to be doing it live. We're going to be doing it live. So November 9th, if you want to hop on out. We're doing it live. Bill O'Reilly aside, if you want to come on out, hop on down to the Pure Jangers Wallhangers podcast, man. We will be down there. We will be checking everything out. We will be going over the latest and greatest and nerdy news as well. So, all the greatest stuff. November 9th, first live appearance being booked. Uh, on top of that, I spoke to um, the. Uh, I spoke to Ryan at uh, DVD and Game Exchange in the media. They're on yes. State Street. Um, and he's like, yeah, come on, you can, you know, you can use the store, we can do a, pop, a podcast, whatever. I'm like, so we're going to schedule that with him, and he's excited, and, you know, he's all about getting the, the gaming and nerdy culture out there, because it is it is a community. Yeah, yeah it's a huge part of his mm-hmm. business there, man. Games, DVDs, and games. I know Teddy Schools, he has a huge plethora. If you've ever seen any of his stuff on uh, the Light Skin Breakdown, he does an announcement trailer in front of one of his massive walls of DVDs. He used to work at Blockbuster and GameStop, so both companies that are dead now. I'm not saying there's a correlation. No, no, no. There is one Blockbuster video in Oregon, I think. Yes. So they're not all dead yet. Just one. I don't think you can rent videos. And GameStops aren't technically dead yet, either. They're, they're trying to change their image. Like the dad who's trying to look hip again. Ah! You know? They don't have their they don't hike their pants up high. They lay them they even low. Like, hey, I'm cool, too. This has nothing to do with the A1 Beer Barn. But 
definitely want to check it out. If you guys want to go to any kind of live, uh, have us come to any kind of live podcast, definitely go to the Projangers Wallhangers website to the contact us page and let us know. We'll definitely do it, man. Get the word out there for any kind of Delco experiences. So every week Starting. we start off here with the nerdy news. I come through the muck and the dirt of the internet and try to find the golden gems that are the latest of what's happening. Yeah, man, it is... First story here is The Seven Deadly Sins, Season 3. They released a new trailer, which you can see the trailer here. It's all in Japanese, so, you know, it's anime. It is anime. There we go. Because you don't need to hear the Japanese, really. It could be a subtle, light, light undertone. Yeah. yeah. Original voice actors are coming back for the season three. Uh, the new iteration's title is The Seven Deadly Sins, Wrath of the Gods. New series will be bringing back... Uh, we'll be bringing the anime series closer to its climax, Giggity. <laughs> it will premiere on October 9th in Japan. I had to meet them. Yeah. yeah, but uh, yeah, but only in Japan, October 9th. They're getting Seven Deadly Sins the next season, and we're gonna have to wait. It is it's uh, it's gonna be the enemies are gonna be against an angelic type, and uh, kind of really posing off. And if you skip forward here in the few, in the trailer here, you start to see them really starting to go at it battle wise, where all these enemies that they kind of had. Uh, Meliodas's opposite with the scar, they kind of alluded to him. Okay. Now we're really going to start seeing the battles start to immense. A lot like a lot of the great anime that I'm watching, like uh, Black Clover and such, they're really getting into the upheaval of a lot of battles. And that's always good watch. Connor's getting into Dragon Ball now. There we go. Dragon Ball is all Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball GT, or Dragon Ball Super, Dragon Super. Ball Con. We're doing Super. Right? Super. Okay. Because Dragon Ball started at the beginning, he'd be 15 by the time you got to the end. Not if you did Kai. (laughs) No, Kai, yeah. You could go Kai. But Kai is only, what, Dragon Ball Z. It's not Dragon Ball. But then again, nobody really wants to watch Dragon Ball. I enjoyed it when it was out. Yeah, when it was out. But you're not going to go back and watch it. It's very dated. Unless you want to see Bulma's panties. It's a scene in one of the first episodes. A friend tells me. A friend tells me that... Psychopaths is a really, 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 really great anime that we have not seen from in a while. Season three will is exclusively stream on Amazon Prime. All right, really kind of a curveball here because Amazon doesn't—that's not really known for anime. It's Hulu, Netflix, yeah. Funimation. They got to throw it down. They got to put it in the mix. And Amazon is just like, oh yeah. Psychopath season three. Like, oh, okay, I, well, I'll watch that. I'll watch that. I'm a Prime member, okay. But I'm really excited for it because Psychopath is a really good uh, dystopian future to a world where public sensors scan every citizen. The machine collects the data and gauges the likelihood of that person committing a crime wherever, uh, whenever somebody's rating is flagged. The public safety bureau responds to take them out. Crime scene scan, uh, crime sensing scanning guns. So, so was the title will, the gun will sense the person's meter and okay. where he is, and it'll deem whether you can shoot him or not, and then they completely obliterate them. Was the title Minority yeah. Report taken? Yes, 
So they went with Psychopaths, but it's a really great anime with the original director, Nashiro Shiotani, to uh, helm the whole uh, production IG, which is the uh, the company, Production IG, started in uh, 2012, this series. So the first season was really great. Second season was kind of eh. So I'm hoping for a really solid... You know, start here. Now, the good part about this one is it's only going to be eight episodes. Okay. They're going with a short, hopefully short but sweet story. Which, that's, if you give me a good story in eight episodes, I don't care that it's only eight episodes. I I may want more. Some of the best, some of the best storytelling is only done in four episodes, i.e. Castlevania. Hello. Absolutely. Castlevania was fantastic. I, I was mad that there weren't more because I wanted to continue watching. They have promised more episodes. That's probably why it's taking them so goddamn long. Come sit on the couch. There on that note, the couch. I was This next story is the one that everybody has been wanting. The news that everybody has been searching for. The hope in the darkness. Marvel Disney has struck a deal with Sony to keep Spider-Man in the MCU temporarily. Dun, 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 dun. So the new deal is on the live-action Spider-Man in exchange for Feige lending his expertise in the Homecoming franchise, also with a, a bump uh, up uh, from 5% to 25%, I did that, of uh, box office take, Tom Hollins will also be set to appear in one more MCU movie. So, right here you have a Feige statement. I am thrilled that Spider-Man's journey into the MCU will continue because I have too much work to do and I have always wanted more. Um, I paraphrase there at the end. But Spider-Man is a powerful icon uh, and hero whose story crosses all ages audiences around the globe. He also happens to be the only hero with the superpower to cross a, a cinematic universes. So, as Sony continues to develop their own Spider-Verse, you never know what surprises might hold in the future. So, I don't know, man. What do you think? Do you think a crossover both ways? Are they like, are they Eiffel Tower in this bitch? <laughs> um, it's going to lead into Doctor Strange stuff. I mean, that's how they're going to tie it in. Spider-Man, Eiffel Tower. Just throwing it out there. They don't have to be all podcast titles. Sometimes it's just throwing it out there. <coughs> But <coughs> he's far-reaching, gentlemen. <laughs> Very much far-reaching. There's the title of the podcast. <laughs> but Sony is going to conti- continue to develop their Spider-Verse. They got Madam Web. They got Morbius. They got Venom 2. There's a lot that they can go with there, especially being able to share Spider-Man. If that works so, for them. Spider-Man as a character, I mean, name another MCU character like in the 70s, 80s, 90s, you know, two thousands, and then all up, all up to now, which will be next year, twenty twenty. Um, name an, uh, like a more identifiable character in the MCU or in Marvel in general, other than Spider Man. That's yeah. that that you have that. Yeah, because I mean, in all of the MCU, he is at the helm. You know, and it's. I'm glad to see that they have a short-term deal with him being in one other MCU movie. I would like that to be Multiverse of Madness, because then you have Multiverse of Madness into the third Spider-Man movie. Or do you want to see it after the third Spider-Man movie? I mean, 
I, I, I want to use that one Spider-Man freebie there good to really entice Sony to keep doing it. You know, because they're going to be developing their TV series and their animated series, and they're going to be doing their own animated stuff At as the end well. of the day, Sony and Disney need to get off their high horses because regardless of what movie Spider-Man is going to be in, it's still going to sell. Now, will it sell better in the MCU? Probably. Yeah. Uh, more considerably, yeah. I mean, and will, will they get red, will they equally get more money? Probably. Yeah, depending on depending on how the deal is, but you know, you need to you need to reel it back just a little bit and get off. You know, just get off the pedestal and just let the fans enjoy this iteration of Spider Man. Yeah. Now, Spider Man Three is set to release July twenty twenty one with director John Watts and the returning cast, including. Tom Holland. So you have Black Widow, you have Eternals, and Doctor Strange is May. If we're looking July, it's right around What If, before the Thor and Love and Thunder. And then you also have Black Panther 2, Blade, and all the other Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, and She-Hulk series. The actor who played Chang Chi, you know, teased Tom Holland for welcoming him back into the MCU. Talk about, <laughs> talk about doing a collaboration with him. It, that would be a perfect, it, like, it, yeah, leading to Doctor Strange. Because really knows a lot about Shang-Chi. There's rumors that the Ten Rings are going to be coming from the Eternals, kind of tying those two movies in, which the interconnectivity is one thing that really always works for Marvel. Nobody knows what Marvel does. So whatever they have planned, it's going to be, Phase 4 is going to be a lot of build-up. But you don't necessarily need to have the, the whole movie like interconnectable. It can it can be just connected because of the the uh, the end credit scene. Yeah, it doesn't have to be like the movie doesn't have. Oh to yeah, you're going to see just like with Black Widow, them saying that you're going to get Deadpool at the end credit scene. With he's going to that's where he's going to be in the MCU. Kevin Feige is a very busy man because not only does he have all these plans, but he has to work in Fantastic Four and the X Men, not just one, the X. Men, all of them, not and women, ex people, ex people, <laughs> work in the ex people. <gasps> On that note, next story. A lot of fans were upset, and there's obviously funny Twitter uh, comments at the rear. Giggity. Hulu uh, canceled the Ghost Rider series, so it is no, no longer moving forward. Robbie Reyes and the uh, Diego Luna. Uh, they debuted on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. at ABC, but uh, the solo series is not going forward with Hulu because uh, reports say the cancellation is claiming Hulu and the creative team behind the scenes couldn't come to a quote-unquote creative impasse. So they obviously are dis in disagreements. Now, Ghost Rider and Hellstorm. Hellstorm has not been canceled, but both of those are supposed to be leading more into a lot of the darker MCU and kind yeah. of tiptoeing in there. And with Ghost Rider, I think they could pro they're probably pulling him from Hulu and maybe going, you know, uh, maybe Dark Avengers. Maybe. You know, there's some other project they could add Ghost Rider in and do them well. They already I just want his so, in some so, of the characters though. Whether it's cancelled or not, I just want Ghost Rider done right because we've seen Ghost Rider. ABC's was not <laughs> bad, man. It wasn't bad, but You wanted the motorcycle, not the not the car? Yeah. <laughs> you saw the motorcycle in the beginning though, when he got the Ghost Rider. Briefly. Briefly. Yeah. Hey, I mean, here's the Ghost Rider you want. 
This is the Ghost Rider you deserve. I just don't. Want to see, <laughs> I, I don't need to see wide-eyed Nick Cage anymore with being Ghost Rider. But the <laughs> the journey that Robbie Reyes goes through in the full season of his time on Agents of Shield, which currently in that season with him now, it's a really good Ghost Rider. They have the Ghost Rider jacket done right. Powers. Mystical powers from that hell. last video, does his head turn to the skull? Because that would be awesome if it did. No. That's just a meme saying... Okay, never mind. It was oh. very disappointing. A lot of fans are disappointed. Yeah, yeah. Because it seemed like there a slam dunk. Go. There we go, flaming head. That was such a good... Like, having that... Yep, that's Ghost Rider. And the flaming chain and all the badassery. It was so well done on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And even though, yes, it was a flaming charger from hell, it was still pretty badass. Self-healing car. When the Ghost Riders behind the wheel. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not Daisy Johnson. Giggity. Um, I really do want to see something with Ghost Rider. Because Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. did it right. They can continue to do it right. Because Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. coming to a close. And... Seventh season, maybe you write him in. I still have to catch up. So oh, it's so great. So great. The next story proves uh, just about how busy this goddamn man is. Kevin Feige developing a Star Wars movie for Disney. Kevin Feige's about to touch it. You're going to turn to gold? Yeah. <laughs> he has that minus touch because he's also working with Marvel, or I'm sorry, Lucasfilm boss Kathleen Kennedy. It can only go up. That's all I can say. They're both excited for the projects that they're going to be working on here. Now, there's no actual um, confirmation as to what kind of Star Wars movie he's going to do or what he plans at this point, but it's the end of the Skywalker saga. So you have the Game of Thrones boys of David Benoff and D.B. Weiss getting their own Star Wars. They're going to be focused. Reportedly Old Republic, yeah. which I'm I happy won't with. hold that against them. Give me Knights of Revan, please. I gotta tell you, they're probably gonna give us the highlights. Just like they did with Game of Thrones. Yeah. Don't hey, be nice about Remember the game? Hey, there was a guy named Revan. He was bad. This other guy came. You partnered up with this person. You had him You had a force connection with, and then boom, what do you know? That's it. You fucked your mother. What? I don't remember that happening. Yeah, 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 it happened. Like, I think they're gonna fuck it up, but I think it's still gonna be something entertaining to work We'll call it Star Wars Cliff Notes. Although, who do I put more faith in? There's this guy named Luke, there's these other people, they don't matter. Who do I put more faith in? There's a Wookiee! There you go, and that's it! Do I put more faith in him, or do I put my fourth in Rain Johnson? Rain Johnson's getting the trilogy. And I, yeah, that kind of unsettles me there, but I, with Kevin Feige, Whatever he does, I know it's going to be good. Just like with John Favreau. You see Mandalorian stuff, you're just like, oh my god, that's good. That's the kind of quality and demand that you're going to be getting from Feige as well, I think. Well, I mean, look where Favreau's been. They start of the MCU. Oh my god, he's an art man. Yeah. He was the director of Iron Man. Yeah, he was very very big. One and two. And Kevin Feige. They were both in from day one there, and it's it's I think it's in good hands with you have when you have Feige when you have Abrams in on I think it's, it's, it's really be didn't so so I'm 
talking all of like what Feige's touching. Like the Avengers, when it became the Avengers and Joss Whedon's little touch on it, then mm-hmm. Feige took that that what that vein and ran with it. Oh, he ran with the vein. Oh, oh yeah, he did. He ran with <laughs> the vein, all right. There's the title podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of good stuff, Star Wars. A lot of good stuff, Marvel. It's just such a sad uh, time that we have to go back to this story. Uh, the next story is not as pleasant as these other uh, stories because it involves Stan Lee's daughter, J.C. Lee. Mm. She has been trying very, very much, like for the past 20 years, people have been trying right to unsuccessfully to file suit against POW Entertainment in order to get uh, the created intellectual property back to the Stan Lee estate. Now, J.C. Lee, this is not the first time she's done it. She has also done this in the past when her dad was still alive. The best part about this is not only has every time every case been filed been completely denied and siding with Power Entertainment with the court because they have a legal copyright to produce this. The best part is that she is actually written in specific instructions from Stan Lee himself, including legal declarations specifying that J.C. Lee is not to have any control, say, claim, right, or interest in or to the intellectual property that Stan left behind. Go fuck yourself. So Stan himself... that last part. I added the last part. Stan himself says this. I don't, I don't, it's I, his last I don't wishes. Hands hey. own instructions dictate that J.C. Lee is not to have any involvement whatsoever in the commercial development of Stan Lee's intellectual properties. How is now and always has been Stan Lee's company and his legacy will be forever the way he wanted it to be. And POW Entertainment was made up of Stan's uh, closest confidants and friends. They worked and trusted with Stan. And while in the end of his life he was seemingly making amends to his daughter uh, with the Stan Lee Foundation, which is where the, they want this money to go from all the rights and stuff into. Yeah, you, and well, first off, I guarantee you they're not all going to that foundation because she's one president of the foundation. And two, I, a lot of people are seeing this as a cash grab and a publicity yeah. stunt. I'll tell you why it seems and that's like exactly what Powell's because it is. Because it is. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Powell, Powell can actually come out on top with this whole publicity nightmare. Even though even though they have every legal recourse to say no, mm-hmm. they could just be like, okay, we'll just do 5%. They'll just we'll come out again as, as BAM if they have to go bankrupt. Pow, pow, BAM! <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean... Pal spokesman said, it's uh, truly unfortunate that Stan Lee's name has to be involved in these continued frivolous actions, which are truly nothing more than the family drama. And I would have to concur with that statement, because it's just such a shame that even in specific instructions from your dad, you still can't get the point. I don't think my dad liked me. (laughs) (laughs) Something tells me that's wrong. You're just getting this, are you? I don't know. Kind of fishy. Like, uh, what is wrong with you? The man, man, he had a very long life. Let his legacy be his legacy without trying to take his legacy and make it yours. Now, while his daughter may be tripping, 
See the segue coming? There's another person who's tripping in this next story. A Disneyland guest is tripping on acid, falls into a lake, and ends up naked outside of the park. Oh, that's just me tripping. <laughs> so while you may think, you may think this is a Florida man. No, this yeah. is the international Florida man, a Swiss man. So a uh, 32-year-old Swiss man took a trip. Uh, to Disneyland Paris with his girlfriend to uh, take LSD and stumble through the park. Yeah, that's just an everyday activity. That's a Tuesday. If you're a French, I guess. So he fell into the lake in the Adventureland section and somehow lost his clothes. He swam through Captain Hook's pirate uh, pirate ship and uh, then the evening came. His girlfriend still couldn't find him. So by 8.30 p.m., she goes up to the park personnel, and uh, she says she was un- uh, understandably frightened because she's tripping on acid, and she couldn't find her boyfriend. But my God, what happened? Ten divers, ten policemen, 30 firefighters, and 80 Disneyland Paris employees, as well as some dogs and a helicopter with a thermal camera. Had out that's find more people than one Disneyland Paris in a year. You know? More people visiting just to find this guy. <laughs> but here's the thing, man. We had that predator vision trying to find this puppy. <laughs> <laughs> and it gets even better. Scroll down. So the man was dri- a man was driving home to his uh, town near Chessy, uh, where he came face to face with a completely naked man covered in scratches, and the man was lost and wandering aimlessly in the middle of the road, just a mile from Disneyland Paris. Uh, the man said he stopped to get out of the car, and when I met when I met him, I wanted to know what a naked man was doing at three hundred meters from my home. It's actually a logical logical request. Okay, if you say so. If there's a guy walking naked down the street within three hundred yards of your house, this street, you, you yeah, probably yeah, want to know, I, like, hey man, what the fuck you doing? I'll shoot first, ask questions later. There you go, the American way. But I wait for the cops to come around. They come around all the time. This is Paris. Didn't we shoot first? No, Jeremy shot first. So the Good Samaritan dropped the lost man back off at the park after finding out that the naked man uh, couldn't remember how he got there. And he told him that uh, about the acid, it was a bet with his girlfriend to try the drugs, which probably led to his naked swim. So they he returned them back to the rescuers by 1 a.m. So from 8.30 to 1 a.m., they're scanning with their dogs, their predator thermal vision, their, you know, 100-plus people trying to find this nut on acid in the park. And he ain't even there. He's walking down the middle of the road naked. And nobody else notices or says anything besides one guy going out to get some, you know, paper towels and fish sticks. I, you know, for causing all that trouble, I'd arrest the motherfucker. You know? Both Here's of the them. thing. They did. Oh. They arrested the, the girlfriend and the and the boyfriend. Uh, the the Good Samaritan actually gave him a change of clothes. Okay. So he wasn't naked when he showed up. So he's gone to prison with some, you know, some decent clothes. It's a very nice gesture from that guy. Yeah. Very nice to give him pants. I'm pro pants. No Dr. Manhattan's around here. So, uh, that podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Jonah Hill and Jeffrey Wright are up for roles in joining the Matt Reeves Batman. 
Okay. Uh, I, have I heard of these people? They're in talks, right? Jeffrey Wright was in Boardwalk Empire. He was also in... Down there? No. Uh, no. 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 had the incident up in the top one. Do they have it there? No? No. Oh. Well, Jeffrey Wright, you'll never know. Um, but Jeffrey Wright is, okay. there is IMDb. So, Batman pictures aside. Almost like he hasn't been in a Batman movie yet. The Reeves been. film is considering uh, Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner Gordon, which Jeffrey Wright is black. So they're going for a black Commissioner Gordon. If he would have hit that IMDb, you didn't say that, Wright, I never we would find known. out who Jeffrey Wright is. So, the Jeffrey Wright will be the Commissioner Gordon. What is not, sh uh, what's not clear, is what role Jonah Hill is going to play. It's still unconfirmed, but some are speculating the Penguin or the Riddler for his role. There he is. Boom! That's your Commissioner Gordon. That was a long, drawn-out way to get there. But this has been the podcast. This has been Hangers searching IMDb. Thanks for joining us. So that's Jeffrey Wright above my head. And that's our page. <laughs> um, but what, I, which, which role do you like Jonah Hill for? Penguin or uh, Riddler? I kind of like him for Penguin. Who? Uh, Jonah Hill. Wolf of Wall Street. Superbad. Is he a white guy? Yeah. Moneyball. Mm-hmm. Really, uh, Twenty One Jump Street. Yes, great in Twenty One Jump Street. Played himself is uh, in uh, This Is the End. Yes, that's <laughs> yes. a great flick. Uh, uh, Jonah Hill. I'd like to see. I him. Would, he could really do both. Well, not both, but he could. Do I the don't want. But he's always pegged at, with the fat rolls. I yeah. get him away from. So that. I could. I would. That's why I kind of want to see him as the Riddler. I want. I want Riddler with him. Yes, he could be the stereotypical penguin, but he could also be a really good Riddler because look what he did in Wolf of Wall Street. He's he good. can command a, a more dramatic role. He doesn't have to be making dick and fart jokes like us. He's expanded beyond that, Richard. Can't go too far beyond Richard jokes, though. They're always a good actor can play anything. Exactly, but the Batman—it's scoping up to be a really good movie. Um, we have only had white Commissioner Gordons. That's because he was drawn that way. Yeah. Um, yeah I, don't, I, don't, I don't care. Tell you what, this guy make him a space alien for all I care. Who this guy's taking on a new role. Scroll down and you see what I'm talking about. Brandon Roth, Superman from uh, Superman Returns. He's donning the Kingdom Come Superman for Crisis on Infinite Earth, as well as his role as Adam, sporting the red trunks, man. As well as we got, we, so we got two two Supermans for Crisis on Infinite Earth. We have three. Wow, three, three. It's Tom Welling, as well as scroll up a little bit. Tom Welling, Tyler Hitchin, who is the Superman okay. for Supergirl, okay, and Brandon Roth. And his Kingdom Come Superman. Now, who you may be saying, Batman, what is the version of Kingdom Come Superman? Well, Brandon Roth will be donning the red and black Superman logo and uh, imbibed on his chest, as well as uh, it took place in an alternate universe where a certain tragedy caused Superman to go into hiding. However, he resurfaced and began inspiring the next generation of superheroes. So Superman was kind of a coward for a while, and then came back and told taught all you whippersnappers how to do shit, and that's his kind of role. So 
Michael Rosenbaum's Lex Luthor will not be in it, even though you're getting Lois Lane and mm. Tom Welling from Smallville. Rosenbaum was made an offer that he could refuse, and he did. He did refuse very willingly. So we won't see that Lex Luthor, but I really don't see that as like a big down point on that. Just the scope of how massive this is. Yeah, I, Jonah Hanks, Kevin Conroy, yeah. you know, Black Lightning, Lex Luthor from Supergirl. Who's John Cryer? I Haven't know. seen him because that's one of the role. That's one of the shows I got to catch up on. Supergirl. I got to catch up on the uh, last season's Flash. You know, um, but Arrow being led down. This is a nice pickup for Netflix. Stranger Things being renewed. This is this is a savior pickup for Netflix. And because it's it, another thing. It's not just for this. They're getting that one of those market deals like DB Weiss and uh, David. Yeah, they're Hoffman. doing they're doing the series and five year and the nine figure deal. And it's just that's your deal. Make the movies. So you got Stranger Ooh. Things season four, which they say in this trailer. Um, it alludes to them going outside of Hawkins. Hawkins. So, I liked pretty much everything up until this point. Season 3 had a lot of great points in it, and it's definitely an amazing series. I love how they inter- integrate D&D into it, yes. and how they tell a story, and everything is just perfect. David Harborough is an amazing character, and he is... Supposed to be in this next season as well. So we don't know. We don't know in what capacity. Yeah, but he's supposed to be involved in the season. Maybe a flashback, or maybe they find a way to involve him in there. Spoiler-free description. I'm rather proud of myself on right there. Good job. Good job. It's okay. I got it. So, so now that we're on the the Stranger Things kick, my the the fam and I, yeah, um, because our camping trip that's coming up. In the next couple of weeks, we are doing camping. Uh, are you being punished? No, I'm not being punished. <laughs> I was the one that was a, the camper. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm 35% being punished. Um, <laughs> camping for me like is like life. a motel. I at six. least bring my, my DS and, and my and my Vita so I have something. You plug it into a tree? Yeah. <laughs> squirrel. That, no, it's not fair. The squirrel doesn't like it. He just plugs it right in there. <laughs> you got to catch him, motherfuckers. Link will help. He uh, loves like, 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 uh, like Twitchy and Hoodwings. Uh, <laughs> 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 but anyway, um, so the theme that they're doing there is is Stranger Things. So my my uh, my wife wanted to watch Stranger Things, so we watched them all the way through. We took us like three weeks to get home mm-hmm. three seasons though. Nope. <laughs> I go with the. I like going with the massive. Seasons and episodes. Yeah, but when you when you're trying to have all like when you're trying to have all seven of you watching, yeah. although I haven't done Supernatural, okay, I haven't taken that plunge because that's fucking immense. There's like what, like 12, 14, 16 seasons of that. Seventeen. I'm not. No, man. I'm not, I'm a Hovian, and I'm like that's like watching Naruto. Yeah, that, <laughs> that, that, that is like watching Naruto or uh, even you know Dragon Ball, like. One Piece, actually, One Piece is like nine hundred episodes. Probably gonna be about like over a thousand. Yeah, that's just season one. (laughs) It's only thousand episodes. But but speaking about speaking about this grab for Netflix, yes. So with Disney Plus on the horizon, this is a 
very. They haven't renewed any of their Marvel services either on Netflix. Correct. They let all of them die, including Agents of Shield coming up to the last season. It's not going to be on Netflix. It'll be on Hulu and you know. Um, but this is a huge, huge win for Netflix. Just it being yeah. that it's its own IP. Yeah. And then the the fan base is so like rabid for another season and for the movies. That it'll it'll maintain the Netflix subscriptions plus all the content coming out. It will get you to stay with Netflix, and this is one of the series that's going to keep you. But it's also uh, you have the other stuff that they're going to be coming out with, like the Mark Miller franchise that they own now. You're going to see a lot more stuff like that that's going to keep drawing you in and grabbing you. And then the kid in you is going to get entertained by all the anime they're leaking down. the first story, uh, Seven Deadly Sins, not Seven Mortal Sins. That camera. Not Seven Mortal Sins. <laughs> that is a different anime, minorly involving tentacles, but completely different. Tentacle porn! Completely different. Tentacle porn! Okay? Seven Deadly Sins is a good one, minorly pervy uh, main character. Okay. Just finds a way to put his face in some boobs. Can't, can't hate him on that. Who doesn't want to just plant their face in some nice boobs? Ready for the motorboat. <laughs> motorboat and aside, this next story is fantastic, motherfucker! I'm a mushroom cloud made motherfucker, motherfucker. Amazon Echo Uners will soon be able to replace Alexa's voice with Samuel L. Jackson. Just for that, I'm just going to get another Alexa. <laughs> Bro, they got to give me Morgan Freeman before I get one of them. Although Sam Jackson... This is the best part. 99 cents, whatever. Explicit and non-explicit modes. So you'll get the motherfuckers or the... I don't know. What else does he say besides motherfucker? I didn't ask you for a goddamn thing. There you go. <laughs> a lot more PC. You know? A lot more popular. So get your Sam Jackson uh, Alexa for 99 cents. And other celebrities will be joining that we next did, year. This is like, you know, what, how would you spend a million dollars? It's like, you can have a million dollars and spend it the way you want, but you have Sam Jackson doing his condescending or whatever inflection of motherfucker to you. Motherfucker. Yeah, I remember that one. But still, <laughs> I would take the money and I would just deal with yeah. it. Like, motherfucker! Like, yeah, I know, Sam. What am I going to do about it? Woo! Toss it out the window. Yeah. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean... They're also adding other celebrities that you may know. Harrison Ford. Anthony what about Hopkins, Mr. C? Uh, Cardi B. No. I don't need Cardi B. But I'll take I'll take Sir Anthony Hopkins and Harrison Ford any day. But you can ask Sam Jackson to tell you jokes, let you know if it's raining, set timers, alarms, play music, and more. All of his own tell you who I'd like personality. To see. Mike Tyson. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Iron Mike. I'm not gonna lie. That would be kind of interesting. That, that would be. That would be. Uh, that would be rather world. entertaining, wouldn't it? <laughs> have 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 uh, make a, uh, a version of it where it's Iron Mike and Sam Jackson yelling at each other. <laughs> 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 but I am. A, I, I gotta tell you. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna hold out for the Morgan Freeman, or uh, I don't know. Maybe the narrator from the Game of Thrones audio, audio, audible books. Maybe if they give me him. He's alright, but his, his... Just as long as he doesn't His voice would not Australian. be consistent. Yeah. 
It wouldn't be consistent, but it'd be entertaining. Yeah, I wanted a voice, the voice actor. Stephen Fry, uh, game. Uh, yeah, be another voice one. actor. Oh yeah, Stephen Fry would be interesting yeah. as well. Seth Rogen, Neil deGrasse Tyson with his with his laugh. Seth mm-hmm. Rogen. <laughs> Seth McFarlane. Yeah. Seth McFarlane would Seth be my would be good. Because yeah, I would avoid Seth Green. There's too much puppetry in Clay. <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Next story. Speaking of motherfuckers, Death Stranding. Motherfucker. The multiplayer will not require PlayStation Plus subscriptions. So you know my thrifty ass is excited about it. You know you're going to be getting my account in, in, in like a couple of months, right? That's fine. So the pay for now. This is the <laughs> really cool part because if you don't want to pay for the pay, PlayStation Plus subscription, you can have other games do this, like Fortnite, Apex Legends, and one of my favorites, Warframe. I go on PC mainly for those kind of games because I'm not paying for that. Mysteries. Oh, no I got internet. I'm not paying for another subscription service. Fuck you. That's you do get a uh, two free games a month. Yeah, last time I checked. Last time I checked. But right now, Epic second. Games is Hang getting on. everything. Away from Hang on one second. You, it's a game. Everything. You don't pay for a PlayStation subscription. No, he Big Brother does. Yeah, and you chained off of his subscription, so you don't have yeah, to pay for the, shit. That's not the point. I'm still not paying for it. He's not paying for Disney Plus. Guess who's going to pay for that shit? Guess who's paying for Netflix and for Amazon and for Hulu? This motherfucker. For a lot of people. It's okay. It's how this day and age works. It does. It does, but I digress. We wouldn't have a host. In a world of motherfuckers. But this is pretty cool, man, because Hideo Kojima goes on, and he says that the Death Stranding players will be able to send each other supplies online, uh, which could save Sam in a skimp, you know. Um, you don't actually have to be with your friend in the world to send him something or to interact or like comment. You can share the safe houses and do a lot of fun stuff. So remember, But the share, sending stuff, sending deliveries through games, like my game to your game to his game, sending su- supplies that we might need Throughout our games, for that functionality, for out, though, without that subscription, it's still great. It's still. Don't get me wrong. I, I enjoy the mechanics of it, but get me a good companion app that does it for me, so I don't have to use in-game time to 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 do that. Because I want to be able to enjoy the mm. game. What if the three of us could pee in the same spot in the game? Obviously not now, but in the game. We can collectively, and Kojima said this, not me. Kobe the saying, three of us can collectively. The three of us could cross our streams. <laughs> and you're yes, never supposed to cross the streams. According to Kojima. I'm in the other corner, man. Since <laughs> it's in the same spot, they could get something good for it. So if we go in multiplayer-wise in the Death Stranding and we're all peeing in one spot, we could get something good for it. Because we saw in the trailer that the pee actually makes stuff grow, like mushrooms and fungi and shit. So I don't know. Maybe you get like a maybe you get some magic mushrooms if you pee in the same spot and then you go tripping to end up being Norman, uh, you know, Norman Reedus's role in Walking Dead instead of Death Stranding. 
You start riding a motorcycle through the zombie apocalypse. Be known and read Rita's role in Boondock Saints. Oh my god! <laughs> you just end up tripping through different Norman Reedus roles. <laughs> Mine is Blade Two. I didn't. I didn't like him in Blade Two because he was an asshole. Okay, fair enough. But um, yeah, he was an asshole. I forgot he was in Blade Two. Death Stranding, check it out. It, it, it will arrive November 8th on PlayStation. This one! Man, I Mafia game might be in development. That They always get, get you with these titles. And as well as a remastered edition of Mafia 1 and Mafia 2. Here's where they get it from. Last month, three trademarks were registered by 2K's parent company, Take-Two Interactive. Okay. Two of them were simple, uh, were are simply just Mafia and some different logos. The first one looked exactly like the logo font from the first one and the second one. Uh, the second one was a little bit different, which is where they're trying to... Th- they're, tr- they're getting in like, a, maybe this is like the new Mafia, the Mafia 4, that that's the trademark for that yeah, one. Yeah, I mean, dramatic the third aside, one, the yes. third trademark was just Mafia 2. But... We were talking about Mafia 2. And I remember it had a great story, but the rest the, the map was kind of useless. Yeah. You had nothing. It was just kind of there, the and there was nothing. You got money, and you, they made an emphasis in the gameplay of getting money, but then you had nothing there to spend there was, Yeah, nothing. To do. Here, you just ended I up just like the fucking Rockefellers. And, 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 uh, and guns. I mean, but all the Mafia series yeah. have kind of felt like a GTA clone that didn't get their identity right. It's like there's there was no side missions. Everything. There was no. Don't get me wrong. The they story was good, it was good, but they had a good attention to detail. You had a gas yeah. gauge in the second one. Third one, the I collectible. I played. It. I, was, I didn't play the third one. The, the, the I didn't buy it. I played it at a friend's house, and ugh, oh, I was like, I am. I got mine free on Xbox and PlayStation because they were there you go. they were uh, part of the subscription games. But I have a free garbage game. Thank the you. Collectibles, they did the, the collectibles in two were really nice, and if you know what I'm talking about, I mean, Mafia was a really great game. I remember when that came out, and it had a lot of promise. I remember loving the gameplay. It kind of felt like a little bit of like the Godfather game. Yeah. And that's what really spoke to me about this, because Godfather was a fucking amazing game. That came it was out a really Xbox. good game, but it was just... But, and you know, there was a the lot city could have used a little bit of work. It was oh, basically, yeah. it was but still, it was very, it was very down. But it was down ambitious. Down. Yeah, it was very. ambitious at what it did because you could go and loot everything from the. Oh yeah, yeah. all right. This place is great, <laughs> and that's, that's what, what that's you what got. got. That's what we got. Like you saw the ambitious, but they didn't know. They didn't know how to utilize the Xbox 360 and PS3 at the time because they were mm-hmm. those games yeah. on both of those systems first year. Yeah, yeah. And because Godfather Two was on PS3 the following year. Even still, if we get a God of uh, Godfather, if we get a, a, P- a, a Mafia Four rather, then I would probably see it at next gen console release by now. Maybe well into the well yeah. into like first year or two. So we're probably looking at like 2022, 2023 that we would probably see of Mafia 4. All right. They're saying, I don't know, they're saying that we may get more details at, by the end of this year as to maybe an announcement. It's been three years since we've seen anything from Mafia, and Mafia 3 really wasn't received well at all. 
critically. It was only received, it sold well, but it just it was only not. received well when it was ten dollars. Yeah, uh, that's what it story. takes for some games, though, man. This, I'm telling you, play that fucking trailer. This technology is goddamn mind blowing for VR. The Oculus Quest is getting some pretty hefty software package updates in 2020 for hand tracking. So you don't need a controller. It's looking at the position of your hands and fingers so you can pinch and move through screens and control characters with your hands without need of a controller. Oh, that would make that would make, that would make human drunk, awesome. a drunken bar fight really fun to play now without the controller. You know what I mean? <laughs> and there's there's another story where I can ima- really imagine using this and it being really helpful because the four cameras on the front are sensing where your hands are and it translates all those hand gestures into movements by using deep learning to understand how the hands and fingers are positioned. So it translates all that information into VR, and you, it's all right there. You don't need to plug it into a computer. It is your only VR need, and now you don't. You won't even need a controller. They're already making, which is supposed to come out in a couple months, a cord for you to plug it into your PC so you can play the other VR games for Oculus okay. that are meant for the Rift. I wonder how quickly it goes through batteries. You never know, man. It's one of those things. It is flu shot season. Um, yeah. But the Oculus Quest, it's really got yes, me get thinking. vaccinated. Yeah, please. All your lemmings. I, it's really got me thinking of where the VR really might not go. Uh, it may be here to stay, and it's not going to go anywhere, especially with this next article, because of Respawn. You play this trailer, and you tell me you would not want to play this game in VR. It's called Medal of Honor... Uh, above and Beyond. It is an Oculus exclusive. And Respawn, is the, the actual director of the game, Peter Hirschman, he was producer on the original game. So you have a lot, and he says you have a lot of people from the original Medal of Honor studio involved in this game. It's an immersive VR uh, experience to where loading a new round, catching a grenade and throwing it, it's all things that you are doing. Throwing a pot at someone's head. That's stuff that you're doing. You have to grab the, the mag off your, uh, off your belt. You, you have to load it into the weapon. You have to take the grenade off your belt, pull the pin, throw the grenade. It's going to be a workout. But it's going to be amazing because it's, they're kind of looking on like where Medal of Honor was originally formulated, which was like the uh, golden eye kind of shooter crawler to where you have that level I remember that you're going through. And advanced AI and VR mechanics going through World War II. I remember playing Frontline on PS2. That was awesome. You know, Medal of Honor has always been this. And then you have piano playing, driving a Panzer. They want you to make it feel like you're driving a fucking Panzer tank. They're bringing all of this into the VR and it's supposed to be a breathtaking experience. Keanu Reeves on the side. You know, catch it throw. That's gameplay right there. Shooting. Going through these... Oh, that guy's hair! You know? Wow! (laughs) Ancient aliens. Hold my beer. That's the best part of the job. That you... Oh, we gotta go check out the Panzer tanks today. Sorry, Shelly. I can't come to that meeting. Yeah, I gotta go drive a Panzer tank. Sorry, guys. Gotta programming stuff. 
but a massive team that's working on this. This game it looks really fucking good, man. Star it's an Wars exclusive. Jedi Fallen Order. Ooh, yeah, okay. it's coming out of EA, man. And it's a very popular studio, which has a lot of promise. Obviously, Titanfall, Apex Legends, the right in the EA wheelhouse with the upcoming Star uh, Jedi Fallen Order, which we have a trailer later on for. It's uh, it's such a good time for EA because I don't know if they've been looking at Activision and Ubisoft and like, oh god, you guys are fucking up. I gotta take notes over here. Like, but they're doing good work, man. I'm just in, I'm digging this trailer. It's really good, especially when you see him. Look, she's climbing the the chain and looking around. This guy's swimming. And the graphics ain't bad! To boot, especially on, like, you got a quest. Like, yeah, the Rift will have really good quality uh, resolution, but the quest... You don't need, you know, if you don't have, like, a super Mac computer like me and you don't need all that and you just want the Quest, honestly, my thrifty is I'll probably grab the Quest with that cord so I can plug it right in there and play everything I want to. That's my reasoning. But 2020 announced date, uh, 2020 release date sometime in that year. Another thing they're planning on doing over at Oculus is augmentative reality glasses using real-world index. Yeah, if you don't know, Oculus is owned by Facebook. They are both working together for this real-world index to where Terminator starts coming in here. You have a pair of glasses, which they don't actually show, but different stuff, information, contextual data will pop up ahead of you. And no release date, no hardware. But this is my thing. Real World Index is a system to collect photo and uh, scan, collect and f- scan photos of in indoor and outdoor spaces, and uh, sorted metadata. So it's scanning everything, and it's Facebook. So you already clicked and agreed to that butthole getting spread wide open for anything they want to take out of those images. Yeah, yeah. If it wasn't for like maintaining the podcast, I wouldn't have a Facebook account anymore. I'm going to Twitter, man, because uh, Jeremy Clarkson is extremely her- hilarious to watch on Twitter. He's he's very funny and <laughs> as well as Bill Nye. Great follow. Jezra will um, get you. But the demo here, man, the stuff it's kind of like Matrix, like you know, with the augmentative reality glasses and reads augmented and translates it. Yeah, reality. whatever it's called. Not augmentative. But, it reads and translates whatever's around you. So, i.e., like uh, the Google Translate. It's you want to say AR. It's gonna it's gonna do all that. Say AR, please. But next one. This one, you may learn to fly, not like the Foo Fighters, like Doctor Who. A new Doctor Who VR game trailer. Keep going down. You can click on this bad boy, Doctor Who: The Edge of Time trailer is there. Now, in this trailer, you get to pilot the TARDIS, you get your own trusty sonic screwdriver, as well as There will be a lot of running involved. Yeah, especially since you get to see extraterrestrial planets, space stations, go back and forth in time, use your trusty sonic screwdriver, and as well as Daleks and Weeping Angels. So you can't blink. There's the 13's uh, TARDIS, which you have to pilot. Hopefully better than this person right here. 
Piloting the TARDIS is rather complicated. Alien monsters, as well as uh, different puzzles for you to solve. You get the, the Doctor Who experience with this, man. And the people that are making it are also working on a Peaky Blinders VR game. Okay. See, this just gets me excited for a like, Get me a Bioshock uh, Master VR. Really, VR is kind of... I'm okay with it if you get some stuff like this. The Joe Rogan experience talked with uh, the found, one of the founders in, or one of the people who were working in uh, Oculus, which mm-hmm. is John Carmack, and he went in on a lot of different uh, data on this to just all the different stuff, like to not get vertigo and different stuff, like, like with play times and you know disrupting, uh, like getting headaches and stuff like that yeah. from VR. They are working on. So I think we're right there on the cusp with all this great stuff finally getting. Uh, what it, the attention it deserves. This story, Last of Us Part Two, Me trailer. My heart releases February twenty first of twenty twenty on PS four. It will pick up five years after the original game with an nineteen year old Ellie on a quest for revenge in a post apocalyptic zombie like infested world. The developer Naughty Dog will said there will not be multiplayer. But uh, as you can see, it's going to be more Last of Us fun. I am still. This is one of the titles that I need to pick up on the PS4. Well, you can pick it up. You can pick it up next month, free on PlayStation Plus. There you go. Actually, I think I have. That is right. October is the time for PlayStation Plus's free one. So definitely pick that one up when it goes on Plus because it's worth it. Um, Yeah, he's watched it three times for me. (laughs) <laughs> it's a great it's a great game. The reveal at the end, which is really the kind of cool part, which is scroll up forward there. There you go. You see Ellie talking. And, oh my god, I don't know what to do. Joe! But wait, I thought he did. So Joel survives. And spoiler alert. Questionable kind of relationship with Ellie. I don't remember him being quite a dick. He may have been a dick. He was a dick all the way up until the mid-scene when See, he That's why I gotta play the game. He protects uh, Ellie. The game. There we go. When he rescues Ellie from the winter well, option. But uh, the next story is a little bit of goodness. Now. I didn't cue that one up. Well, yeah, this is just information about Last of Us, get to play guitar and whatnot. I will say, Neil Druckmann actually um, <coughs> tweeted out and said, the Factions multiplayer that is in Last of Us 1 will be coming out in, in another shape or form, just not built into the base game. Okay. This is a new trailer for Star Wars Digi- uh, Fallen Order. Uh, Cal's mission in the story trailer. Play that trailer. Play that beautiful bean footage. Um, everything Star Wars is pretty much about to just blow up and just be amazing again. And this story, I think, is going to be really a lot more uh, in depth than what people thought. We see a lot more of the Empire and their quest on fucking shit up here. But also, we find out that Cal has its mission. The does. And it seems he actually is searching. There's something in the galaxy that seems to be related to the Jedi Order, something very precious to the Empire, 
And at the end of it, it shows off the bundle package, which of course they're going to have a bundle package with Xbox. Um, so if you don't have an Xbox One or Xbox One X, I think it, it might be the One X, it'll have a special little Fallen Order bundle package available. And this game is looking great, man. They changed the lightsabers because fans had a problem with it, and now the lightsabers look spot on point. Jedi Fallen Order, you have Cameron Monaghan playing Dark Souls Jedis. Who wouldn't want to be a Dark Souls Jedis? Okay. We got your crow here. They're all they're trying to search through the planets and find the John. We'll call it the John. He's looking for the John. We're Felly. We can say John. We invented the fucking word. So he's looking for the John, fighting the monsters, and battling the evil Sith princess. She's probably not a princess. She's probably a bitch. Honestly. If we're being legit. Okay. She's probably a cunt. A.K.A. princess. Yeah. <laughs> Or cuntess. Yeah, up top. Okay, no, that's fine. No. <laughs> Hashtag not me. Uh, but I'm really looking forward to this, not this game. Too. And there you see that. Yeah, it's the Xbox One S, which has the bundle there. So I'm really looking forward to that game, man. Dark Souls, you know, Star Wars. Yeah, man. It'll definitely be a good one. This one, GTA 6, rumors and release date. <laughs> Nothing has been, ex- you know. Nothing is actually confirmed, but the working title is, as it says in here, yes. Project America. Yeah, the project. It's going to be based on Narcos, yeah. and it's going to be multiple countries. Yeah. I forget which ones. It's going to be Project um, Americas. It's going to be Vice City and a fictional base location in Rio de Janeiro. Some linear missions in Liberty City, but it's not open world. Uh, the game will balance realism in arcade and won't be as realistic as Red Dead Redemption 2. One playable protagonist that's male, not females, just uh, some, you know, setting leaks aside there. Set in the 1970s or 80s, it will be Narcos. Set up in multiple cities. Smuggling cocaine. You want to be a cocaine smuggler? That's your game. Unlike... You know, Scarface, which... In the 70s and 80s. Is. Okay. Yeah, Scarface did. Scarface was an amazing game, and they did that. But, you know, <laughs> there was a lot to... You know what? Remaster Scarface, and then just change all the main characters, and then they're going to put it out as GTA. And you're going to be like, this is amazing! You know, it kind of reminds me of Scarface. Bag yeah. him and tag him. Bag him and tag him. Get him away. And then nobody saw young Charlie again. That's it. But I do have faith in uh, Rockstar. Now, no ETA or, lo- or next gen only. But they are looking at next gen, which makes sense to have this focused in the next gen. They're obviously looking to have all the different ray tracing and updating processors of PlayStation's uh, PS5 and Xbox Scarlet. So. 2023, 2023. I see that as a, a logical guesstimate right there. But, you're going to have the next console at holiday 2021. I see it pretty much, yeah, you don't want to have that a first release date because you don't want anything coming out with the new model. You have that, I would say 2023 would be the better bet. I mean, you have your solid bets. That is a solid bet, but I don't see, I see Rockstar giving it time to ruminate and, you know, really letting this one give it a year. I see 2022 is like a golden year for this one, 2023 if they've been working on it, since they say in here that it may have been working at, like, 2012. But 
There's a lot of speculation in this game, man, which really makes me uh, really love uh, a lot of these rumors because it gets people really thinking. Well, it, it also gets them like excited for the games that are coming out. Like gamers as a whole and, and as a community, we are we get wholly vested. Oh yes, yeah. you know mm-hmm. when something we, when we know something has the potential of being very good, mm-hmm. we get vet, invested into it. Oh, yeah. when, when we know that it's going to be fucking amazing, we. We go bananas for it. True. Now, this brings me to my end segment. Now, I'm going to bring it to uh, a what if. Uh, what if you were to make a VR game? What would it be and why? Any kind of like bringing a title back into a different light as VR, uh, your own kind of spin on a title for VR. Like, yeah. would you want to see Game of Thrones VR? Would you want to see like Mega Man VR? You know, would you want to see a different, you know, thing? Like, I'm watching Blacklist. Like, you get Blacklist VR with, you know, cop, drama, stuff like that. What would you bring into the VR realm? I mean, I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and say Service Advisor VR. Um, that way you can feel what it's like to be me, my job every day. Just write up repair orders on vehicles coming in and you upsell the work, get yelled at at your boss. Go home and drink a stiff whiskey. Like every service advisor alive. But, now, what kind of a VR would you shoot for? Um, Did you try turning it off and turning it back on again? <laughs> you know IT? Yeah, IT. Give me a Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter VR. Okay. Okay. A nice fighting VR, that would be That could also dope. be a workout. You go like a Tenshu? That'd be quite a workout. Oh, yeah. You like you look at like Tenshu or like, you know, even like Fallen Order. You get that as a VR, you're literally signing up for American Ninja Warrior the next day because you've just worked <laughs> out enough to be built like Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> N- not now, but maybe like in his heyday. Like Bloodsport jumping. Yeah, he's he's, he's, got a, he's got an Amazon I mean, series on there. It's pretty good. But um, I mean, I would love to see. They already have game. Batman VR. The word on Iron Man VR. Rick and Morty has a VR. Give me a Splinter Cell VR. Splinter Cell. Ooh. Give me a Splinter Cell VR where you have to go like you know, you know the you remember the online mode with it um, in um, uh, Conviction. Mm-hmm. That mode. Give me a VR with just that mode. Cause okay. That, Cause that was like ten to fifteen uh, enemies. You had to stealth around. Mm-hmm. You can either mark them. You can, you know, mark them, or you can um, walk up behind them and just kill them. Like yeah, silent kill. I want Jedi Outcast, the Jedi Knight, too, with the yeah. I'm, Kyle, uh, Kyle. Yeah, I want that as a VR. I love that game. It's now available on Switch and PlayStation Four. I've had it on my. PC for such a long time because I bought it in a bundle. Such an amazing game. It is. Oh my god, it's so super fantastic. Star Wars games were like they traditionally, yeah, they were good. You had the original Battlefront, Battlefront Two, fantastic. You, if you're okay with just shitty graphics, you can go back and play either of those titles now, and it'll still be the best. The story, amazing awesome. gameplay, yeah. amazing story. Like, um, and the original, well, not and the. New series, the EA series of Star Wars Battlefront. They had the X-wing Death Star run, 
VR. Yeah. The uh, only other one that I'll probably say that I would want is Log Horizon. Is an anime to where people get stuck in a simulated uh, like MMORPG kind of world. Yeah. And I want that as a VR game. Because Log Horizon is a fantastic... It does the game anime world kind of genre, but it does it right. And it adds in a lot of interesting little quirks that are involved in this anime that not in Sword Art Online, where they're not, uh, you know, they're not tied to a physical earthly body. And, and you don't know if like their whole body got transferred. Because I've been playing it a lot and over the last couple of months, um, Dragon Age. Dragon Age from Mass Effect. I would love to see. Allow me to pilot the, you know, be the a VR for the pilot of the of the ship in Mass Effect. That would be awesome. Half Life. Give me a Half Life, Half Life Two VR. Or just give me Half Life Three, and just throw VR on that. I'd be fine with that. They're not doing. Give them what they want. Fuck that. Give another update to Team Fortress 2, turds. Take that. New library. <laughs> Meanwhile, Epic is just like, have this for free. Have this for free. You want that for free? You guys like me yet? But, um, what is your VR choice? Hmm. I don't know. I think you've said them all. All of them? Yeah. I mean, because, yeah, because... There's not a lot I can think of that I'd want to see in VR. Would you want to see, like, a Skyrim? There you go. Like that. A, oh, well, it's there you it's go. already available. It's also available on Link. Flea okay. version. No, I'm kidding. He doesn't have fleas. But it is a... Uh, it's Some interesting. of these that move backyard. Yeah. But it's interesting to see what kind of uh, VR... Systems that they'll be able to do with the hands, yeah, as the controller, you know, being able to move almost like in like gamer with uh, Gerard Butler. Does this where the kid has like moves with this? Moves does this around, actually bring like back that. the Kinect though, like the or the studio that was the Kinect and just focus on VR? I got one for VR. Connect was a little bit beyond before its time, I think, because it did lead to more of this technology of hand gesturing. But these are the cameras are just looking at your fucking hands. That's all the well, not all, because they're also looking at your surroundings and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. it's still, it's really good, and I'm really impressed. Oh, I got it. Give me a remember fear. Oh yeah, man, fear black. That was those two. Black was a really great shooter. I would not recommend it. Uh, I would not recommend Ninja Gaiden in a VR. No, <laughs> all your lamps and lights and everything <laughs> would be destroyed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or Matt's original Super Mario Brothers VR. Oh yeah, <laughs> Super Mario Brothers. I'm definitely good that would that. be ambitious. As we wrote. Return to the end of another program. We do want to thank all these people above us for and most important liking Kevin. We always thank Kevin. Most importantly, we want to thank Moin and Bob. We always thank Bob. Of course, we thank you, loyal listeners and watchers, for always tuning in every Monday at seven ish. And this has been another Purge Hangers and Wall Hangers Media Network uh, production of the Triforce Podcast. 
Uh, of course, in Matthew Bucarell, the Batman, to my left is Stephen Bucarell, big brother, and to my right is one Mr. Christopher Bristow, the old man, and huffing and chuffing because he wants to go outside is our mascot, hero of time, Link Diablo. And he's got some ice cream to eat. Banana and honey gotten from the pet Mart, Brookhaven. Shit, give a little shout out to them. Look out for us at A1 Beer Bar on November 9th for their grand opening, as well as... Eight? Ninth. Whatever Saturday is. Yeah, it's the ninth. As well as, I wrote it down, DVD and Game Exchange. We're working out something to do a live podcast with them as well. So, a lot of live events, a lot of stuff coming up. Chances for you guys to win prizes at the A1 uh, live event there. This has been a long drawing out. Goodbye. I am Matman the Buker Matman the Bukerel. There you go. Long <laughs> <Bowling> podcast. <laughs> As always, game on, boys and girls. Goodbye. We'll see you next that's week. All. That's it. That's how we're ending it. Yeah, that's that's what we're doing. Take LSD and stumble through the park. Yeah, yeah that's just our day activity. There's like what, like 12, 14, 16 seasons of that? Not seven more <laughs> That is a different anime. Minorly involving tentacles, but completely different. Tentacle part! Who doesn't want us to plant their faces in nice boobs? So you know my thrifty ass is excited about it. This one, you may learn to fly. Not like the Foo Fighters. Pizza, hold on. Pizza! That's just me tripping! <laughs> you accidentally hit it last week. No, you, you hit it, and I had to correct it. Mr. Reed, Mr. Reed, Mr. Reed. <laughs> Florida man accused of using a tomahawk in an attempted robbery. So you can't do that. Or I guess I did regular attempted well. robbery is perfectly fine. Here's one of my favorites. Roses are red, never do murder. Florida man kills wife after she refused to cook a hamburger. Pow! Disneyland guest tripping on acid, falls into lake, ends up outside of park naked. That's why we do this podcast. For stories like that. For stories like that. I'm doing it for a particular reason. Close that. Yes. Okay, move that one over. There we go. Now I have order in my life. All right. Are you two married? I'm doing it for a particular reason because I don't want the videos to run. Can I open them all up, please? So they don't run? Oh, whatever works. Florida man, high on something, has sex with tree, calls himself Thor. Thor or four? Four. Okay, because that is a drastic... Man, big hammer. Yeah, that's a drastic difference between I am Thor and I am four! I know he desperately misses Kelly. But Kelly is sorry. He's got to take, uh, go to the doctors. The dactus. Dactus. Dacta, dacta. Give me the news. Guess what? There's no nerdy, nerdy news for you. All right, stop streaming, stop recording. Here we go. Stop everything! I hate life!